The Weeksville Project, Cumberland Harrison, Part 1, written by J. Michael Kinsey and performed by the Bonfire Radio Theater Ensemble. Between 1845 and 1850, the population of Brooklyn nearly doubles to 80,000, but was quite a bit smaller than the borough we know today. Brooklyn, in the middle of the 19th century, is its own independent city comprised of six modest villages. We were already known as the city of churches, and the Fulton Ferry District, Brooklyn Bridge Park before the bridge, was live and jumping. Places we know as neighborhoods now, like Williamsburg and Brooklyn Heights were towns of their own. James Weeks, an African-American freedman from Virginia, bought the land which marks the beginning of Weeksville, which grows to the largest independent Negro town in the nation before the Civil War. Plots for sale advertised in the New York Times and elsewhere, beginning in 1838, drew Black men of means who eventually rented and sold to folks across class lines bordered by Fulton Street, Troy, Ralph, and East New York Avenues, it was a harbinger of those fleeing racial violence with its independent paper, the Freedman's Torchlight, rivaling the Brooklyn Daily Eagle, churches, school, the Howard Colored Orphan Society, the headquarters of the African Civilization Society, and home for the aged. Weeksville was rich in people and culture. By the 1850s, Its population was over 500, with 40% Southern-born and two born in Africa. (sighs) Thank ye, God. Made it. Well, I ain't the Lord, but I'm sure glad you made it safe. Been inspecting a new group. Where the rest of you? You the man I'm supposed to meet for shelter? Last I know, everybody calls me Aunt Miriam, and bearing 11 children don't make me no man. Excuse me, ma'am. I just speck a man. Suman can make you an ass, and I know they ain't drop off no ass for freedom. I'm sorry, ma'am. Call me Aunt Miriam, and it's all right. Things here in Weeksville much different than where you from. We got strong women who's supporting, and we got smart men who respect them. What you mostly need to know right now is that you safe. Thank you, ma'am. I mean, uh, Aunt Mary. Mm-hmm. Here, we can protect you, but you gotta get your education. Educated in your books, but also on what's going on in the world. Times are changing for our people. Come on over here and help me fold up these here linens for you. <clears throat> what happened to you? Hurt my foot straight in front of them hounds. Had to kill two of them so I could get back to the route. But I made it. By the Lord's grace, I made it here. Well, your name, boy? Cumberland. Cumberland Mayfield Harrison. Where, Cumberland? I guess the spirits is with you on your journey. Guess you supposed to be here. And with that, I feel much better about you. You don't look like an ass no more. Hold tight right here while I go up and gather the rest of your things before I take you to your new home. Yes, ma'am. Oh, freedom, 
Oh, freedom. <clears throat> Excuse me, sir. Who are you and what are you doing giving a concert in the church basement? <laughs> Ain't no such thing, man. Uh, just rejoicing, since I just come from a mighty long way seeking solace and peace. You been dropped off? Yes, sir. I was told to meet Aunt Miriam. She met me and put me in my place and told me to wait till she get back. I see. Well, this may be your stop on the road to freedom, but this here is First Bethel African Methodist Episcopal Church. The first here in Weeksville. And we got three others, too. What else do you know, miss? I didn't catch your name. And I didn't throw it. <laughs> but I can fetch it. They call me Cumberland. I'm Cumberland Mayfield Harrison. Miss Virginia Joyce Brown. Well, Miss Virginia Joyce Brown, what a pretty name for a strong woman like yourself. You gonna let me fetch it? Hold your horses, Mr. Harrison. You can't be talking like that to the daughter of the most respected preacher here in Weeksville. Oh, a preacher's child. My mama had a position in the church, too. Well, you ought to know better then. I suppose you can't teach me more about the ways to be upstanding here in Weeksville. <laughs> Mr. Man, I can probably teach you a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Virginia, can you come over here and let me take your hand? Jenny, that's you down there with Cumberland. I hope you're not scaring him away with your most winning personality. You know you got your own peculiar way with men. No, ma'am. I'm just here helping Mr. Harrison get a better understanding of the way we do things in Weeksville. That's what I was afraid of. Well, I see you have Mr. Harrison's things together. I'm going to just get back to tidying up the sanctuary for service in the morning. Needed to come down here and fetch a few more Bibles. Mm-hmm. And make sure you're ready to lead my favorite morning hymn. Maybe you and... Cumberland can start leading songs together since you both like to chirp like little hummingbirds. Yeah, maybe. Good night, Mr. Harrison. Good night, Miss Brown. Love you, Aunt Miriam. Mm-hmm. Well, ain't you the prize at the pie-eating contest? She's a fine woman. Now listen, I know you're young, feeling free and open, but you just got to Weeksville leaving a nightmare you'll never forget. It's time you get your head straight and figure out what a life of freedom really means. Yes, ma'am. Aunt Miriam. Uh, oh, yes. Aunt Miriam. First things first, ain't nothing in this world free. Freedom costs. Come on to the house and you can meet others getting started just like you. You can't stay there forever, but it will help you get a fresh start and set you up for a better life. Aunt Miriam. I'm very thankful for all that you're doing. Listen, Cumbie. Here, in Weeksville, you have the opportunity to do many things. Great things if you want to. That child, Jenny, you got your eye on. She is mischievous and silly, but she is also very smart and the daughter of Reverend Meacham Brown III. Before Reverend Samuelson opened up his church, Reverend Brown was the premier preacher here in Weeksville. The Brown family is very important. This church is the heartbeat of our town. I understand about religion. My mama led the quiet Negro church on our plantation every Sunday before Colonel Harrison sent her away. I miss her. 
when she went away, I would lead the choir. Not as good as her, but led with her and God in my heart. And you keep that love of her and the love of God. What kind of skills you got, hmm? What you good at? I'm good with my hands, and I believe I'm a good cook. My mama's food was celebrated all over McCormick County down in South Carolina. I reckon she passed that talent on to me, too. Well, listen, Cumby. You're going to have to earn your keep while you're living at the boarding house. You say you can cook, well, you can do the weekend cooking. I do the cooking during the week, so you don't have to worry about that. Bartholomew was the weekend cook, but he's worked his way up to becoming a shoemaker. That's a good job to have if you're trying to impress that sassy gal, Jenny, who you had your eyes on earlier. I reckon I can handle that. I reckon I can handle Jenny, too. I reckon I didn't give you a choice. And you watch yourself with Jenny, because if you bark up that tree, you got to answer to Reverend Brown, and he ain't keen to young bucks with fresh cotton underneath their fingertips. We inland and cut cane, Aunt Miriam? Mm-hmm. Look over there. How do, Salem? Evening, Aunt Miriam. You coming by for your order? Tomorrow. Thank you. Yes, Aunt Miriam. Night. Good night now. That's Salem Rogers. He's the butcher around here, and he got himself 50 pigs. Maybe I can see if he got some work you can do. That'd be right fine. I know I could do that well. Over there is where our children go to school. Your precious Jenny is the head teacher there, and she does a fine job. You know she's at that age where it's time to have her belly full, if you get my meaning. Aunt Miriam, let's just focus on getting me settled with shelter and work. Just before I left Carolina, I was working, writing, and ciphering. You think Jenny or any of the teachers at that school be willing to help me? Most certainly, Cumby. And you can use our paper, The Freedman's Torchlight, to work on your reading until you get a suitable teacher willing to work with you. Jenny should not be that suitable teacher. I suspect no reading would get done anyhow. Oh, Aunt Miriam, stop. Well, I'm stopping, because here we are. This here is your new home. Take your shoes off at the door. Don't want you trampling the filth of the world on my clean floors. I board just a small amount to keep y'all paying attention to your dreams and not wasting away drinking and chasing fast girls. I got so many dreams, and I'ma make it too. Aunt Miriam, I dreams about doing important work, having a job that earns folks respect. I know I wasn't meant to cut cane for the whole of my life. I got to do something else, something big. I dreams about having a fine woman to hold and protect, us married, loving and fighting and raising babies. I dreams about... All that will come with your prayers and hard work. We can talk about all that after church tomorrow. Breakfast is at 7 a.m. sharp, and we leave for church at 7.45. You not going to have women running in and out of my door, and you have one week to find you a stable job. Everyday supper is at 5, and when I'm cooking, you better not be late to my table. Humby, I know you're tired. Give me your hand. Lord, we come before you humbly saying thank you for this child. Thank you for keeping him whole. On his first night, Lord, give him peace. Let his strong back find a break from holding up all the hurt, pain, sorrow he has faced. Give him the strength to grow and do all the important things he's been dreaming to do. 
Stay with him, Lord, as he finds his way in our dear time. Cumbie. Lord, thank you for your protection as I travel through the swamps and the woods and the rivers and creeks. I wouldn't have made it without you guide me to freedom's land. Please bless Aunt Miriam and bless her heart for making a place for a young stranger. I'm praying for the people of Weeksville. God, make it so I can come together in this place real easy like and that I prosper. God bless Jenny and the plans I have for that gal. And mama, God, I pray for my mama and hope she knows she's still deep in my heart. That's it. These and all other blessings we ask in the name of your sweet son, Jesus. Amen. Welcome home, son. Here, you can rest easy. How I made it over. How did I make it over? You know my son. Look back and wonder how I made it over. The Weeksville Project, Cumberland Harrison, Part 1. Written by J. Michael Kinsey and performed by the Bonfire Radio Theater Ensemble. Thank you to our Bonfire Radio Theater Ensemble cast, Aisha Terman, David Roberts, Lucretia Berry, Emma Bracey, Conscious. Keep listening to find out what the future holds for Cumberland in Part 2. The Weeksville Project was produced for Bonfire Radio by Keisha T.K. Dutess and Conscious, with sound design by Cedric Wilson, podcast artwork by Fresh Daily, with additional gratitude to the Brooklyn Arts Council and the Weeksville Heritage Center for making this possible. Please rate and review The Weeksville Project. It helps us get noticed. To support the future of work like this, visit bonfireradio.com to make a donation.